0: You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast with Sinan Schwarting and Khan Bayazic.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Best Touch International's The Black Eagles Podcast. And we're back for episode 98. It's a very special episode. Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers about how special it is yet because it's going to ruin my intro. But, of course, I am here, your host, Sinan Schwarting, live from New York City. And with me are a few co-hosts who are remaining... Remarkably quiet, which is just, I mean, congrats to you guys. Okay, first of all, coming in from Belgium, back again with some consistency, folks, Khan Bayazid, everybody. How you doing, Khan?
2: I think you be saving the best for last. Oh, Come but on. no,
1: but you know, you're, you're like, I mean, I don't know, you know, you're you are the one that people would expect, you know? I'm kind of keeping the surprises for last, I don't know. Um, But anyway, Khan's here back again and another returnee with me with us i should say evron akman the akman is back coming in What's from upstate new york how you doing sir doing great yeah the aquaman, yeah. <laughs> the aquaman. <laughs> um, and my gosh like the, the the hits keep on coming with me the biggest surprise of all we have someone coming in from Scotland, Cartel over everyone. It's an honor
3: to be back on the show, guys. And actually, I'm, I'm coming to you from the Stahia you just uh-huh. now. Not Glasgow, Scotland. Get some pottery while you're
2: out there.
1: Give me some plates. Uh, some,
2: some of that porcelain.
1: Yeah.
2: That's yeah, everything a 21-year-old boy wants. <laughs> some pottery <laughs> <think and> plates.
1: <laughs> some of them hot plates. <laughs> some of them, just give me some hot pottery. Um yeah man and so of course it's it's an honor to have all of you guys with us uh for this one Uh, i hope our listeners enjoy this it should be a blast to record uh and probably an even bigger blast to edit (laughs) uh con knows what i'm saying um but so yeah like we of course have some real football stuff to talk about but i'll tell you what we're gonna push that off till the next episode uh, and of course i'm talking about uh, the friendlies if we were we're gonna probably briefly talk about what happened there uh the the recent match against erzurum Spore in the frozen tundra uh and uh whatever comes next of course we're gonna have a Sebus, this upcoming sivas match the first of the second half of the season but before we get to that this episode is all about the decade that has just passed us. Um, what a decade it was, to be honest, for Besiktas fans. Uh, I'm talking a lot, though, and I have so many guests here. I want to I wanna get some input from the, you guys. Just generally, the decade that just passed. What are your thoughts? Uh, before we, we get into the nitty-gritty, Khan, I mean, how do you... You have some long-term vision on this, as I do. So let's hear from you first. Uh, How do you feel about this decade that's just Pat? When the
2: decade started, I was fully convinced that we were right about to head into a golden era. With the transfers of Ricardo Quaresma, Guti, uh, Manuel Fernandes, Hugo Almeida, Simão Sabrosa, yeah. I was I was convinced we were headed into a golden age for Bixic Dash. Um Unfortunately, it took about uh, half a decade before we would see anything near that uh, of, of a golden age or whatever that would remotely resemble that. But in the midst. 2010s uh, were very fun, uh, starting in 2015 of course, even even 2014 perhaps, um, we saw a project being built, um, that pro- project uh, ending up in success, uh, you know, uh, long-term plans with signings such as han Cenk, uh those types of uh, players coming to fruition, those long-term plans. It was a very fun 2015 to 2017, maybe 18, still a little bit. Um, And then, of course, uh, we have had to come back down to earth, uh, and now we are in misery. (laughs) But it was all in all a pretty decent uh, decade. I would, I would argue, a better decade than the 20, than the 2000s, really, because we really only had one super good year in the 2000s. Yeah, and
1: I mean, I think. We have to reckon with something here. You know, we are not Galatasaray or Fenerbahce. We are uh, a bit behind them in terms of the, the total haul of titles. And as such, a decade that has th- this amount of t- titles, you know, and uh, this kind of success on the international stage or the continental stage, uh, that's, you know, kind of pretty good, right? <laughs> I think we could say from the big picture. Um, I'm, I'm curious to hear what the younger guys think, because really you guys kind of have come of age in this decade, as you know, alongside this this Besiktas era, uh, which I guess is like the end of Yoderim, Demirören, and then the whole secret Orman thing, uh, which had its ups and downs, obviously. Uh, I'll give it to Kartal, since you are the less frequent host between you and everyone. Uh, Kartal, how, how do you feel about the decade? Generally,
3: at uh, in general, it's well, it's full ups and downs, really. Just, just I feel like like best clash is just like life itself, you know, like we are good times and bad times. It's kind of it's a bit of a roller coaster. I felt like, the start of the decade, you know, I mean, it was we were all very excited with the arrival of Ricardo Quaresma and Guti, and we're hoping for bino as well, because I always remember it was in June Quaresma came, July Guti came, then in August we're hoping for Rabino. That didn't quite happen. And then we were able to get the likes of Emmanuel Fernandez, Timur Cibros and uh, Hugo Almeida in January. On paper that looked like an amazing team but really despite having this great kind of group of foreigners uh, the Turkish goal wasn't quite there and we ended fifth and we won the Turkish Cup. On that, the years after that were, we're pretty poor. When Fikir Foreman came in in 2012 you could start to see that there was pl- there was plans in place. And eventually that got to 2014-15 where Beelich's second season we were really starting to see this plan come to fruition and we were starting to get some success on the European stage that made a push for the title as well. And then after that, obviously, the, the Schoenel as where we won back-to-back titles and a couple of great runs in Europe. Uh, but as Karen said, uh, we kind of did come back to earth uh, after that with uh, really... Last year what, what, wasn't a great year. and This year has been pretty shit as well. But
1: <laughs> yeah, I, to be fair, yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's picked it's, it's picked the... up, right? I mean, I feel like uh, this year we can say that at least there's more of a sense of something that's like building for the future. Whereas last year really felt, I don't know, it was heavy. You know, it felt like we were like decomposing a little bit. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I totally agree.
2: But. But still, if you look back and you look at these 10 years, so in, let's say, 2010-11, we didn't really vie for the title. 11-12, I don't think we really did either. 12-13 uh, was obviously FEDA, which was a huge point in in, in in the decade. I think we have to definitely speak about that. Then 13-14... We we didn't really go into the title race until the final weeks, but there was some hopes there 14-15 I definitely think we were in the title race until the last couple of weeks uh, Obviously 15-16 and 16-17. We won the title then 17-18 We were in the top. We were we ended fourth, but we were only three points off of first place I believe if I'm not mistaken. It's four points. Four points. Weren't we on 71 and they're on 74?
3: Uh, I think they're 75, kind of, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Mm. Anyway, we were, we were on a high amount of points compared to the champion, so we got very close. And last season, we were really in it until the Galzari match. That was last season, right? No, that was the season before. Mm. Both no, years, right. both years. Yeah, both, 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 both years. So both. really, I mean, both. I think yeah. if, you, if you look at the count, I think in seven out of 10 years, we were in the title race until the final four or five weeks or so. Uh, We won the title twice, obviously. So I think the decade was pretty okay uh, from that perspective. Because I mean, I I, I remember seasons where we were 20 points behind the champions in in the 2000s. So
1: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, and again, in a history sense, like our our best eras have consisted of these little runs of two or three titles so i you know we got that in this decade which is you know in in a sense it's it's one of our better decades so you know especially when you consider the champions league run and some of our better europa league runs you know obviously not in these last couple of years (laughs) but these are i mean the the thing that's if you look at the decade as a whole these last couple years in europe are actually the exception. You know, we've we've by and large done well in Europe and and bolstered our reputation coming into the decade. If if you if you if you look at our kind of reputation at large, we came into the decade as a team that people who really knew football and specifically had some knowledge of Turkish football might know Besiktas and we come out of this decade as a team that if you know football whale, you probably have heard the name Besiktas quite a few times. You know, it, it, yeah, I uh,
3: definitely, um, hundred yeah. percent.
1: So anyway, but Evron, you're the only one who we haven't given the opportunity to speak yet. The youngest of us, of course. Um, uh, still so, eh, he's still drying off. He's still drying out from his shower. Uh, Aquaman. Uh, Evron, the Aquaman, <laughs> what do you think about the decade at, as a whole before we get into the starting 11s and all that, which we'll do next?
0: All right, well, um, I mean, this is, like, when Quaresman joined, which was at the start of the decade, or start of when I remember. I, I was about 11 years old, so that's kind of how like my childhood as a player was formed. He, like, changed my life. Um, <laughs> but I think, like, o- overall, it was, like, as a young kid, the, the things he was doing on the field I've never even seen before. Just watching the, the ball, like, I know. Watching American football, the <laughs> I used to care at times. You know, there was Barcelona, Messi was there, Kakao was there, but I was here watching this touch so with Sardar iskan and then all of a sudden, this this guy came in and started doing crazy things that I didn't know were possible. And That was when I really started watching a lot. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. So- I'm
1: sorry that I, I we laughed. No, no, we shouldn't it's because it's true. I think we have to consider that coming up. Like he really was, especially with his flair. You know, he he's a phenom, and I can imagine a young, especially a young boy, a young Aquaman. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. No, but sorry. Yeah. Anyway, go go ahead. Ever. Yeah,
0: and then um, I think there was obviously we didn't get Robinho, so There was all that hype.
3: As Cartel said, I mean, had I remember the
0: whole.
2: more Diego Forlan hype actually. I don't remember
0: that, but I was also.
3: Yeah. 2011 or 12, there was a lot of Forlan hype. I think it was 2011? Mm. Before he went in I'm on mine.
2: you I sure don't... it was the summer that we got Gutien uh, I
3: think it was the year I thought... I'm pretty sure it was the year I But, um.
2: Yeah, and
0: then the whole Portuguese gang thing happened. Uh. <laughs> But we never really played well, to be honest. And then everything hit you know, everything went downhill, hit the fan.
2: I think we did play well, but we had this ridiculously high defensive line under Schuster which has got exploited time and time again.
0: Yeah, I mean losing eight two to Kiev or was it eight one on aggregate? Eight
2: one on aggregate, yeah. I think I was the first
0: time this decade I cried.
2: <laughs> we lost eight one on aggregate, yet we dominated both those games. Yeah, yeah, that that really killed me. Uh, they just they just absolutely bleeped us on the counter every single time. Yeah.
1: The only time I've been more frustrated this decade in a in a European sort of two leg series was probably the Arsenal one, where I felt like we were really dominant but just couldn't score. Oh, it was it the, the qualifier for the Champions League? Yeah, but there we.
2: There we play two really good games and we kind of got yeah. all by the referee, though. That's what we, I mean. Uh, that's it's but
1: you two know clear try, penalties. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But that's, but, but you know, it's, I, I really felt like we, if anyone who watched the match carefully, they would have come away with a lot of respect for Vasik But for like plastic kind of Arsenal fans, which you got, there are a lot of in New York, to be honest. Um, they would have just been like, "Ha we beat you!" Look at the score. Like you guys are. Yeah, but Turkish, with Kiev, whatever.
2: I mean, if you concede eight goals, it doesn't really matter if you dominated <laughs> possession. You still played like shite in in the sense that you can't defend oh, for sure, or the sure. crap. You know? No, uh, no. I just
1: meant as far. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I just mean as far as like a, a series where we played well and should have won. But yeah, totally. As far as like being a little embarrassed
2: by this, it's, sport, it's it's yeah. weird by, by how I just re- I really vividly remember because that were the days that you and I, you know, we were on Soccer Fans Network, where of course you had this amazing posse of Tri fanboys that were always, uh, you know, doing what they do and uh, trolling. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, I, I remember be just being so frustrated with that Dynamo Kiev tie because of how. They, ridicule, they ridiculed us, and, and, and you know, in a way, deservedly so. But at the other end, I, I had the feeling that many people just didn't watch those games and di- didn't really... Because they... It, it, I, I had the feeling that a lot of people thought that we just got owned by them, which we kind of did, I guess. But, I don't know. You know, when you have the ball, you're taking all the initiative, and they just hit you counter, counter, counter. It's, it's kind of... I don't know. It, it doesn't... it it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's even weird. want to
0: talk about Kiev. Yeah. Every time I think about that, I just get angry. Just happen again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's, it's funny though those Galatasaray fans uh, taking the mickey of you guys. Because we, we beat them twice that season, and we, we also beat, we were the last derby and the I uh, Sami and we beat them two one.
2: That's true. Yeah, Nobre and Guti, I think. <laughs> No. Yeah. yeah. No Nobre <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, scored on a Guti assist. I don't remember who scored the other goal, though. Was it Guti? Might have been. Like, a I, I do remember
1: it. a fantastic Right, game.
2: right. Probably the last penalty we ever got in right <laughs> Not even kidding, actually. I know. I don't think you are. Yeah. That might actually be. Yeah. oh, a couple, well sorry let's let's everyone let let him finish his stories and then I'll come to a couple yeah. of.
0: I'll try to be quick. Um, and then um I think with like the 2012 kind of era where it was Kwarizma's last season, I think in my opinion I don't know Con will say it's not that was like the best Fernandez we, we saw and that like that Fernandez to me was the best midfielder in the league and I just like the next year's after I had to watch him like slowly stop trying. What, what what did you say I,
2: that? I would disagree with
0: you or Do you think his uh the year after Kauri's left was not, the best year? I think
2: the His Kauri's best was 2012-13. I, that was I don't best know wise, he had a lot of assists,
0: but I when, when when he went from the afro to the uh the the braids that's when his <laughs> that's when it went to went to the gutter. He stopped trying. No,
2: no, no. 13-14 it was I don't know how he many went to he the have, gutter. You only traded about a <laughs> six
0: uh, I mean, on, on free kicks, he would try and take those three kicks. But back at <laughs> 11-12, he would literally take on, like, four guys in midfield. They'd all be, like, climbing on you're him. You're just thinking up. of that
2: one position against <laughs> Fenerbahce where he turned uh, his himself open uh, with, like, three four guys around him, right? He
0: would it against Maccabi Aviv, He would do it, like, every game. He would just back into players, and you're like, all right, he's going to lose the ball. And then somehow he would just break out of three challenges and play like they're very passive And then once and then the the goal he had against Monty, sell so, like you dribbles three players he just stopped trying. He was like, i right, I'm gonna save myself for injury. I'm save myself for my next contract because we should have sold them to be honest, which I think is the the key point of this whole decade is we never sold players when we
2: should've. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of those Definitely. Injuries. Yeah we should have could have sure sold. sold good,
1: We're still sitting on Ozan, but we could have probably made like at sure least we tried but they didn't want to take him, you know? We could have made 10 million off
3: offers
1: at some
2: point.
3: Yeah, on. I'm pretty sure in 14, 15 there was a bit, was a big offer from of Atletico Madrid.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I always, I always like, I always take like the, the second or third highest one, you know, as reality just to be safe, because yeah. <laughs> you then, never uh, know.
0: Moving on, obviously Fedda, I hated it because I wanted Quaresma to play. And left. <laughs> the Fedda era. There was, was, was some decent memories, you know the the old guy goal in the derby, but it was very clearly, you know, some of those players just weren't, they materials, watching Enoramo play, um, maybe he came to you after that, but, uh, you know, players like that, yeah. Oh, come on, but
1: he had a great first name.
2: But but despite the fact that we had, like, those scrubs running up top, we still managed to play fluid attacking football, and, and somehow now with
1: scrubs up top, we can't. All right, well, let's, let's headline So this. Let's do a little section since I think this is an important enough sort of part of the decade that I think we should take a little time to talk about this. Uh, it's, this is a fun way to sort of divide up the episode. Let's talk about the FEDA era because I really do think it was somewhat, it was a def, def, definitive, that's what, that's what I'm looking for. It was a very Define. definitive moment in the era and it really sort of set up it like ended one portion and it sort of begun. It was the real divider, I think, as far as the two parts of the decade. Yeah, for um, sure. I mean,
2: it, it started off the, the Ormond era. Uh,
1: yeah, and with a bang, you know? I think we all recognized the need for it. We all know, we all learned about what Yildirim Demirodan had done to the club and all the debt we'd accrued and all of that. And so we knew what was coming. And the way it was done was done with some class. Um, by the way, Khan, like, you know, Khan brought us the uh, Bodish, the guy who made the Beshittas book, you know, as part of the whole Feta era thing. Like, you know, it was a great era in terms of people pitching in to help out the club and, like, raising money and buying shirts and, you know, all the... Uh, so, you know, it was... I think it was a period that galvanized the fan base and, and it, it led to some good years of support from the fans as well. FEDA was a good base for the whole fan base to build on. And it really did bring us together for a while. Um, what are the, what's like the legacy of the FEDA era to you guys? Cause like, we're almost right back in the thick of it as far as financial ruin. So like, I don't know if the lesson has been learned institutionally, but you know, what, what do you think is like the, is, is there a lasting legacy of the whole FEDA thing?
3: I think that's when the, the foundations for the success that we later saw was built. Yeah.
1: And I also yeah. think we,
3: also think we over, overachieved that here as well. I don't think anyone expected us to end third. I think that people were actually expecting us to be maybe mid table. I think Sammy yeah. Tadbella, they did put together a very dynamic, exciting team. They played a really nice, attractive attacking football. We, we couldn't defend for shit. That's <laughs> something else. But offensively, well, it was good football, man.
2: We played football in uh, in in against the small teams and at home, but when we went like to Fenerbahce, I remember Aybaba uh, doing some really weird stuff. Like he put Escudé in for his first start of the entire season, then he put Uf Boral on the left back, and just yeah. like tried to fortify the defense, but that totally blew up in his face, and he didn't want he didn't play the football we were playing, and he kind of, to me that really was like kind of a. I was, you know, I think we we're all kind of expecting. We weren't expecting to play for the title or anything, but uh,
1: yeah, yeah. That, he, he have showed some
2: more balls there.
1: Uwe is a name I don't think I expect him to ever hear again. that like, that really, like yeah. hit me. It was like, whoa!
2: have um, in my team of a
1: decade. That's an interesting. Oh, please, you are not to... Gonna... no, interesting, uh, interesting points. I, I mean, I think it was definitely. Uh, it showed for me a new kind of uh, humility, I suppose you could say, from from ownership, uh, kind of, to, not to overuse the word, but they, they kind of owned the problem that Besiktas was having, were very transparent about it. I think it was refreshing to see uh, in the way that they kind of brought the fan base in to even contribute. And I mean, so there was some Hopefully, lasting things but we, that that just, we just, can kind of build on if we ever have these problems again. Which I think. But we made. I
2: want to point out something, Siano, like because we see this like this transparency. That's yes, what we saw from the Orman administration in the beginning, because obviously what they were being transparent about is what the previous administration messed up. Of course, and we're yeah, seeing yeah. the exact same thing now with Ahmed um, Chebi's administration at Besiktas or Ali Koch at yeah. Fenerbahce It's very easy to air the dirty laundry of those who came before you. But the question yeah. well, is, two, three years down the road, are they still going to be as transparent?
1: Yeah, right. We'll see about that. But, you know, interesting point for, that you to add to that. <clears throat> you know, for anyone who's really feeling like they need to complain about Fikret Orman now that he's gone, uh, I think we can all agree that, like, a little, you know, a couple months removed from that era, our view of Fikret Orman is so much better than how we would have viewed Yildirim Demiroren. A few months after he was out, because the the kind of financial ruin that he left us in, especially relative to Figure Orman, was astounding. Um, and I, I think ultimately we're still really working our way back from that debt. Because as successful as the, as the Feta era was in some regards, it didn't. It's not like we wiped the slate clean. Uh, we're yeah. still very much uh, working on compounded debt from from that era. One
2: hundred percent. Um. Um, and, you know, Demir left us with only debt, and uh, Orman left us with a state-of-the-art new stadium, a very big mega sponsorship deal with Vodafone that's still running for, uh, I think, five more years at least—the naming rights or something—or four mm-hmm. more years. So, I mean, yeah, no doubt, uh, Orman left us with a legacy that's a lot better. But I think that Orman's Orman definitely made massive. Blunders too. Every board makes mistakes. Uh, there's stuff that happened under the Orman administration that should not have happened that are pure amateuristic. But I, I really don't believe that if it wasn't for the economical crisis in Turkey, I do not think Bishikdash would be in the position they are in, in the bad position they are in right now. I just think that's like a uh, how do you say it when uh, when your your house is struck down by a hurricane? It's like by the power of God or whatever it's called. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Overmacht yeah. is
2: what it's called in in, in, in Dutch. Um, no,
1: yeah, we have like in, in contracts, right? Like an insurance. Like yeah. Like an act of God. And that yeah. Die. Act of God. Exactly. So it's kind of like that's
2: stuff that that were was unavoidable. Obviously. Maybe
1: giving too much credit to politicians. I don't know if I want to call them God, but for sure, yes, I see your point. In Dutch,
2: it's not uh, made to be out as a religious thing at least. But yeah, no, (laughs) it's it's like the situation could have been a lot easier to deal with, I think. And I I think it's not no coincidence that all the clubs are struggling right now uh, massively the way they are. And it's just because of that economical crisis that Turkey has been in for the last year or four or something yeah um, I mean it doesn't time it, makes
1: it, old now that time it makes it impossible it makes it
2: simply to... impossible to climb out of that hole we're in it, it it just doesn't it's it's like you're yeah like you're stuck in quicksand it's impossible yeah. the more you struggle the more you know the more you get sucked yeah. in
1: Yeah, sure. Um, but so on that note I think that's a kind of nice little uh, historical portion of the era to, to discuss, but let's move on to the nitty gritty. I and mean, we have a lot to talk about between our own selections. And we have a lot of contributions from the internet to, to add as well. Uh, but let's start to talk about some of our highlights from the decade. Uh, and I guess let's focus on the starting 11th. Um, what I think we should do is uh, we'll talk about ours first and then we'll you know read some of the the contributions from the internet off um but i think w- what we'll do is go position by position and each of us p- select you know our guys at each position and so we, instead of taking time to each do our own starting 11 that way we can kind of have the discussion positionally um uh, so let's start from the back as we do every episode when we talk about the lineup free match or i suppose post-match um and let's talk about keepers first i think there's not going to be much debate to be honest as much as i'd like to throw a monkey wrench in there and say it's Karius. Uh, i don't think I, I don't think we're making that argument especially this week uh fabry any disagreements
3: no i do man no zero
2: i have jane gunan
1: <laughs> you lying, Sagan? No, 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 no.
2: I, I'm not lying. I made I made my own special 11 of the decade, and Jenk is my goalkeeper.
1: <laughs> Tolga, There's no way.
2: Ah, oh, come on, man. Jenk trumps Tolga.
1: No,
0: no, no, no. Tolga, Tolga broke on our way, way more. Even if Jenk is worse, at least in the Liverpool game, he didn't lose it for us. Even if he tried.
1: What about Hakan Arikan, Helen? McGregor. No. Come on, we got some...
2: McGregor, about that? Oh, uh, McGregor uh, is
1: so underrated,
2: man. Like, no, no, you're
1: absolutely right. You're absolutely he right.
2: was so unlucky. If he had to have decent defense in front of him, he probably would have had a decent Bishikdish career, man.
1: The like, two he... keepers I feel the worst for. No, I guess I'll say three because I'll add carriers to the bunch. So I think he's maligned. But, um, uh, I will say McGregor I feel terrible for, and that Ukrainian fella. Oh, you know, boy. Boiko, yeah, I don't know oh. if he really got a fair shot. I don't know if he's really yeah, any
3: good either. But sense. I don't even know, nah, Boiko is, sh- is shit, man.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe he's so. Shot. I just don't know. If I I didn't I,
2: see
0: it with my own he, eyes. He's still,
2: Dynamo Kiev's first goalkeeper, though. So I think, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if he's still
0: playing as number one. But I know he came back and was playing. But I know he had some errors and blunders. Yeah,
2: yeah. he's a he's a type of goalkeeper that's going to make an error. Uh, you know. Every couple of games, he's going to make an error, for sure. But he also For me, he's on
1: that list of guys that we just... I, he, I never saw it with my own eyes in a touch shirt. Alongside, um, uh, like, what's the Colombian defender that Alex is always on about? Uh, Pedro, Pedro Franco. Pedro Franco, you know, Milosevic. Um, what's the Croatian guy? Sheldon Field. You know, there are a few guys I just... I didn't Sheldon. see them... <laughs> I didn't see them as okay, te- okay. I did like they, they they never got enough of my or Enzo Rocco, ben- until recently. He's finally ben- gotten ben- his play. Zantinho <laughs> oh, ben- ben- oh,
2: Alright. Oh such high expectations that he never really played. Yeah, I mean yeah. So I had serious expectations for him, man, and then he he never never played. Like he, yeah. he played like three matches or something. It's like the same with Bebe and uh no, what was Oh do you remember? Bebe. C- Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> and he's
0: actually good now. That's I remember him being like the most calamitous centre back I've ever seen, passing through <laughs> like, ball to the other team. I couldn't he believe it. He was
2: very I, highly rated back then, man. We loaned really him, was. and his option to buy was like twelve million or something. Yeah, yeah, in, in
1: FIFA back in those days, he was a great like prospect you know, guy. You get. I mean,
0: he plays for Betis now. He's pretty good. Like, he's pretty solid, but. Uh,
1: I, right, I guess.
2: I don't even remember him getting many chances, if I'm honest. Not no. Yeah, so I don't... Oh, Ibrahim Kash. Oh, Ooh. Add man. him to my team. Oh, I'm dropping Pedro Franco. I'm putting in
1: Ibrahim <laughs> <laughs> Um. So interesting though. But so anyway, so Fabri is definitely the keeper I think we can all agree on. I will say that if Carius had the rest of the team set up, that Fabry did, and, and everything was working in in concert the way it was then. We'd probably feel very differently about Karius and he might, you know, he might be viewed in higher esteem than certainly than he is right now among our fan base. Uh,
2: I think was still is the better goalkeeper, if I'm honest. Yeah,
1: definitely. Maybe so. Maybe so. I, I'm not. I can't say that definitively. I mean, he definitely performed better for us, but again, he had such a better side.
2: Karius has two big concentration lapses. Like, it's just something that's part of his game, unfortunately. Like, I don't know. I mean, he'll... I don't know. Like, he's good,
1: but he's never going to be great. But anyway, yeah. Uh, we don't have to... We, like, that, it's sort of speculative, but anyway. Certainly, I think we can all agree Fabri is the choice. Um, so let's move on to the central defenders. And here we might have, I don't think we'll have any real disputes. So I'll throw my two out there. And then I, 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 I mean, I'm curious. I
2: think there's a couple of solid choices here. There are, go, there so. are.
1: But I think the top two for me seem clear. I guess that's how everyone feels about their own opinion about things. But for me, it's gonna be Tomas Sivok and Domagoj Vida. Oh. <laughs> um, hey, hey, who can top that come at me bro come on who can top that i, I think you
2: can't you can't discount marcelo he was instrumental marcelo. in two titles
1: he uh, interesting i think he could possibly top sivok but maybe not Vida.
2: yeah i think if you're talking pure quality you have to at least uh, include Pepe in that conversation. Certainly. I think Vida is, is a good shout. I mean, I think if you look at uh, the, the past decade and you look purely at quality, I definitely, I really like Vida uh, a lot. I think he's a great player. But he hasn't won anything with us yet. Marcelo was so instrumental in both those titles. Um, unfortunately, he left before uh, we could go on that amazing Champions League run. And I do think Pepe's uh Pepe had a huge part in that, in that Champions League run, for sure. Uh, but then we missed out on the title. So I think Marcel, for me, is a, is a shoe-in. And then wow. it's kind of between Sivok, who I always really loved. Um, I think you got to go Vida
1: over Sivok, though, as far as quality. Cause Sivok had. Speaking yeah. of brain farts,
2: I don't, I don't know, I don't remember Sivok making brain farts. Oh, I just remember I, I, our,
1: our defense in general being thrown to these sort of lapses of like where just for five yeah, but he, he never
2: really them. had a stable partner except for make it, maybe Egoman for a while, uh, yeah, but that, that's I think that, you know, he was the I, most
1: plagued by that. I think.
2: Yeah, he he didn't have proper backs. I, I don't know. I mean, if you look back in that era, I think we had a huge uh, deficiency in the in, in the in the left and right back position. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ibrahim yeah. was in, in his very late 30s, like 37 years old in the early 2010s, and then we yes, got Basta uh, koibasha after that. and uh, Smiley. <laughs> Smiley Koibasha.
1: Yeah, um, and, and
2: I can't even remember who was our right back in that time because we I don't think we consistently had one. Serdar. Uh, no, that was playing midfielder in his first stint. Oh that's Cortelush. So. Right.
1: Um also well, interesting. So there's definitely there's three names between Vito Sivok and Marcelo.
3: Oh uh, for for me it's uh I picked my pairing based off what I thought was the best pairing. For me, my show is on Marcelo and Tosic.
1: Marcelo and Tosic. Yep.
3: For me that was the best pairing. Okay, the, so you're looking at his as a pair. Pair the back. Yep. And I, and Tossage was a great performer, and 1617 and definitely 1718 as well. So I feel like Tosic is undervalued by
2: our fan base. It's because he wasn't that good.
1: Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he was that good. I, I like, cause he also came in as a left back and was switched to centre. Like I, he was never like a natural fit anywhere. He he was an engine. And he contributed to sides that played well, but I didn't think he was...
2: He, he performed really well with a good team around him, for sure. I mean, he was yeah, definitely yeah. serviceable. And he, had, yeah. uh, he definitely had his moments. And he was such a warrior. He, he, de- he deserves an honorable mention, for yeah. sure, I think. But in terms of quality, I don't think he's in the top five. But, you know, I mean, it's not just about quality. It's also about results. And uh, I think it's a good shot from Cartel. All
1: right, let's do this then. Between us, let's vote. <clears throat> Who's the top? Okay, Khan, number one central defender. Of uh, the decade, Marcelo. Marcelo, okay. Uh, Evra, number one central defender. Um, I did
0: more based on quality, so I had, I think, probably Vida it, was too. the best center defender.
1: All right. I'm going to go with Vida as well. Cartel, best center defender. Marcelo. 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 So it's two to two. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that now was we supposed need to, to be decisive.
2: Too. That is it's supposed to be Vida Marcelo. There you go.
1: There it is. I it's Vida, Vida Marcelo. That I had Sivok and Vita, but th- I mean, it's good. That, that's a perfect way of deciding the pair, I suppose. All right, so there you have it. We have Sivok, sorry, Vita and Marcelo. So let's move on. Let's do it with votes. It's better, yeah. I like that. Yeah, um, I like that too. So, so the goalkeepers, let's do that vote too. Well, we did. We all agreed on Fabri. That was, that was the sweep. I said chink. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> this yes, is
3: dude.
1: Jeez, this guy who gave him one? Um, okay, <laughs> left back. I don't like left back. This is a, this is might this might be easy as well.
2: Yeah, easy. should be. Um, oh, it's my koi basha. It's my koi Ismail It's my koi basha. It's koi, ba-sha. koi ba-sha.
1: Right, right, right. Ismail, right. No. Sound. Okay, so nope. let's vote. Let's put this right to a vote. Khan, you go first. So you already voted for Ismail. Nah, Adriano. Adriano, okay. Adriano. Kartal, who you got? Adriano. Adriano. Evran, who you got?
0: it has got to be Adriano.
1: And I vote for John Eyre. No, I'm kidding. I vote for Adriano as well. I-, I actually do want to give a shout out to John and because for all, yeah. the sh- all the shit he's gotten, he's actually contributed in that position for a few years now. Uh, just he's success. been our best player,
3: that's the other one. For this? Yeah, so, and, and he's
2: have, he's like
1: a… Yeah, he's been
3: our best player.
1: He's he, he Benjamin Button. If you didn't
2: have Adriano, then Giannar would be hands down the choice, you know. He's a Benjamin but, Button,
0: uh, you know, he's getting yeah, better. I mean, I mean Adriano for, Adriano for, for me big is… Big. is yeah,
2: Zenny, smile. Adriano is like in the last two decades is like probably the second best left back to play in Turkey, behind Roberto Carlos, so, you know.
1: What about Gokhan Suzen? Yep. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was Definitely the tip. best. Um, any more joke left backs along those lines? Like Gokhan Suzanne? Nah. <laughs> Trying to think oh, of any others. Oh. It was a Delhi Ebo, Delhi Ebo. <laughs> Uh champion.
2: I love I love UYM, yeah, but, yeah, you by him, you know. But when a, he was younger shame. he was when he was such younger shame, he was like yeah.
1: talismanic, you know, he could have been so Oh much man, more. his first
2: season he was he was relentless.
1: Yeah.
2: But uh yeah. He had like I really felt like his his, his, his first couple of seasons of the Bistashi was amazing. Then he had like a, a, a really big drop off where he was one of the biggest sources of frustration for me for a couple of years. And then like in his twilight years, he got good again, he got better again. Yeah. Um, like last couple of years, like he became the captain and stuff and I don't know, became a less uh, less frustrating player to watch. But then, you know, if you think back of the days when he was up against Milos Krasic, uh, oh my god that was so painful
1: anyway uh <laughs> but he always maintained the delhi status that man he was a madman in the best of ways um right back this is i think again going to be something of a clean sweep so far the central back debate was a, was the best so far um right back uh khan what do you think
2: Memedagun. Agun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's just under defensive. Mid, let's relax.
1: I thought he was a, a right back. Mammoth Agun is a right back.
0: Um, Maybe. He all right. Well, so that's
1: one goal. vote. That's your vote then, Khan. No, no. Go Go It's got to be right. Uh, Evron, what do you think?
0: get Khan, yeah. Gokhan. Everyone else, other than Paris sucked. Ceder
1: <laughs> Kurtuluş. Uh, so no, I'm kidding. Season. cannot
2: cross a ball.
1: He was. He played in the some Liverpool. But he was
2: reliable, come. though, defensively, I felt, except for that penalty in Brugge.
1: I just but, always felt like he had, like, the Ozan yeah. Tufan. Like, he he had was, that baby fat. that like, He could never lose.
2: He was slow-ass uh, as balls, but he was... I don't know. I liked him. I never, like... I didn't I hate him. Didn't I mean, I along, kind of hated yeah. him
1: sometimes, but I... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I think it was 15
3: Sardar Courtois. 2014-2015, he was good. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. but... Also, so too, very under, like, didn't get to, not underrated, but like, he he got a lot of slag that he didn't deserve. I felt like just because offensively he wasn't the greatest for sure, but you know, he was kind of useless
0: offensively, for being honest. But one
1: hundred percent, one hundred percent useless. Um, but so, uh, Cartel, who's who's your right back of the decade?
3: Uh, uh, I has, has to be a Colombian, that's not, it's not for debate. Yeah,
1: Mine, I'm pretty gonna...
2: sure I've seen Roberto Hilbert mentions on Twitter. Oh, or... Hilbert! But he
0: wasn't better though. I mean, no. he was decent. He wasn't
2: even good.
0: He was a winner. <laughs> Con oh, Hayes not
2: decently off. He was not decent defensively. Man, he just off- offensively.
0: Off- as a decent offensively. He was
2: not decent offensively. He only blind crossed and like he did ninety crosses and like one arrived.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. I've yeah. never seen two is...
0: such have cross arrive. So it's I okay. think
1: I think if there's like a h- most hated player of the decade, kind of <laughs> might be Hilbert. And and what's funny is bec- it's bec- it's only because so many of us he wore number Hilbert. nine. <laughs> It's because so many of us liked Hilbert and kind I, of hated him. I don't hate Hilbert, he's just shit. There's, <laughs> there's other players I hate.
3: See, now you've said about Hilbert, he's probably been on first choice for us at night back.
1: I think yeah, for well, me it'd be Gokan Gunnul, then So I have Gokan Gunnul, then O'Pare, and then now they really mention it, Hilbert. Although I honestly thought Hilbert was the last decade, because it's just... Mm-hmm. It's such an old man. He, he
2: came 2010. He came the same season that Correjima came.
1: Oh yeah, you're that's right. It. That was like a, a surprise addition because it was like on top of. It was like, how can we possibly yeah, we afford
2: all of these guys? We thought that was we like uh, we got him for the right winger position, and that korejima would play left wing. Yeah. And to be honest, in his first stint, Correjima played a lot of left wing. Uh Once Simao came, he always played left wing.
1: Yeah.
2: But um. Yeah, no, Hilbert, we thought we got a right winger, which was weird because we had just signed Quaresma, but then he ended up playing right back and sucking at it.
1: <laughs> um, although, you know, again, he reigned over a pretty nice, little over <laughs> nice little trap. Nice little <laughs> error. Um, Alright, so let's move up into the midfield and we're going to start it up with a position which, again, there's going to be literally no debate at, at all. Defensive midfielder Hundred percent. Let's be... just say it's a Tibo Hutchinson now. And just yeah. Even... Yeah. Don't even need to vote on that. No. Jermaine
2: Jones. Jermaine Jones. Jermaine Jones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Billy
1: Kavlak. No, um,
2: nah, Tibo Hutchinson.
1: Billy had his moments. He did. No, I mean until he like screwed us over and like sued us. But, I mean, to be yeah. fair, we, we did probably yeah. owe him money if we're, if we're going to be honest. I mean, Knowing how we operate.
2: I mean, he knew his career was over. I kind of understand. Yeah. Yeah. i don't sympathize but i understand yeah i mean yeah yeah but so he has to think of his family and his future you know yeah let's could have also said i'll just take 1.5 million and i'll leave the other 3 million uh on the table i mean one and a half million seems like enough money to live uh you could invest that
1: yeah you could invest that in, in double it pretty whatever um so, but let's, let's not even talk about Atiba much because I feel like we're going to have to really have the, the conversation of Atiba when we start debating the MVP. Yeah. Um, so let's just save that till that part of the conversation. And let's move to a conversation that I think will be much more interesting, which is, who is your central midfielder of the decade? Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to always let Khan go first uh, based on his you know, rank. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll alternate with the It's a tough guys.
2: one, but, you know, because he's been so inconsistent. But I think when you have to look at the highs, I think you kind of have to go with Ozan. Because his, 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 his ceiling was high,
1: but... All right. We'll save yeah. it for that. We'll we'll talk more later, but I want to get everyone's vote first. So, Ozan for Khan. Uh, Karchal, where are you going?
3: I think this is going to be... A very different choice from everyone else. It's actually someone that played in the number ten slot for us, but Manny. Uh, but he's actually played played number eight now. And then for me, it's uh, Jose Sosa. I'm putting that central midfield role.
1: that's yeah. so That's you're you're, so you're you're trying to free up that slot for for a number ten while putting Sosa yeah. into the lineup. <laughs> that's sneaky. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe I'll allow it, but that's going to screw up the vote. Maybe, Evron. Who do you have as your?
0: Um. I I wanted to say Fernandez, but he made me so mad because I think his single season was probably the best, but I like Ozan better because he didn't piss me off as Uh, much. Um, So I'm going to give it to Ozan.
1: I was going to say Manuel Fernandez, and your vote would have given him the title, but instead, (laughs) Uh, you uh, handed it to Ozan and... That's what he gets.
0: That's what he gets.
1: So (laughs) so that's it. (laughs) (laughs) So officially, we're going to the Hall Star team. Look what you've done, Evron. I thought you'd go flair. He's Portuguese. He's like (laughs) flair. What what happened? I thought for sure. I told you, I think
0: he was a better player. But the way he uh, just decided I didn't want to play anymore and just stopped trying. I just can't forgive it it's too much for me
1: yeah no i mean the, the the end of the manuel fernandez era was such a letdown but the the heights of the manuel fernandez era are why i give it to him just because i
0: don't think the heights were that good it was individually he was good but as a team there we was like you know
1: yeah no but i think just individually the, the heights of what his con- contribution to the club were i mean he was he was our best player for for a while he was the guy that you know when they have the video of Turkish football and they show a little highlight of the best player from each team he was the guy um uh, you know we that those are the expectations we'd come to put on him because of how exciting he he sort of showed the potential to have but you know in the end obviously it didn't quite pan out uh but so yeah we're giving it to ozan Oziku. So, of course i would uh, agree that he was a good contributor all in all and uh I mean, I still somehow hope, you know, it works out and maybe maybe he'll be in the conversation for this upcoming decade. I think we're going to have to have a little at the very end of this conversation, but about the, the next decade and if anyone on this current you know, unit, if we see them uh, maybe making it onto that decade team 10 years Good from thing. now. But, but before we get there, obviously, we have lots to talk about here. Um, So, before we move up to the forwards and the wings, there's one more position in the midfield that we would be remiss to not discuss. Number 10. Um, This could be an interesting conversation, although it might not be. Uh, Khan, I'm going to, of course, give it to you again.
2: Even though he's an absolutely horrendous playmaker, he was such a clinical player on the Sontaniska.
1: I was sure you were going to say Tabata first, or for the laps. <laughs> um,
2: uh, <laughs> that, that was kind of the previous decade. Uh,
1: um, yeah, really? really he, I thought he I thought he may have been...
2: He still played in 2010-11, I think, Well, he didn't play. I think he, he sent him away due to the foreigner limit. Yeah, I was going to say, I think did. the foreigner limit might have He been didn't been play in
0: a game during the decade, that's for sure. I remember he played... Oh, I think he, in cool. oh, no, he,
2: I think he, he played play in the qualifiers, nice qualifiers, European qualifiers. Yeah.
0: We play in the qualifiers, I remember. Yeah, that. Just Delgado Again, played the qualifiers. Uh, Delgado, yeah, yeah. Delgado was
1: out in 2010. Um, yeah, interesting. I mean, that's like so coming into this decade. I think Delgado was the the number ten. We had Sergen, Delgado. We had a pretty good tradition of number tens. Um, yeah, and so you're going. Gucci. We had Gucci then. Uh, so so this decade we saw Gucci as a as a prominent number ten obviously we saw uh anderson Talishka and, and liaic a little bit of kagawa if anyone wants to throw a wrench jose sosa jose sosa, sosa. yeah but you've already given him your vote jose sosa, jose sosa. Jose sosa? um okay uh evron now it's your turn
0: um i also put taliska even though i guess he's not a true number 10 just because i don't think anyone else had that type of impact in that position Despite, despite the fact I think Guti is obviously a better player overall. He was 34 when he came in, or maybe 33. Had a,
2: so. he had a good first season, or at least a really good first really six good. months or so, I think.
1: no. Uh, and uh, if probably, if probably. you add his contributions as an assistant coach. No, just kidding. Uh. <laughs> Statistically, he had
2: a really good first season because he contributed like 24 goals, I think. But uh, It's actually funny know.
1: that we can say Guti is featuring as both a player in this gate conversation and as an assistant coach. He's certainly the only one. Uh, who we can say that? Oh, no, Ilhan. No, Ilhan, no way. He didn't um, play though. No way, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, interesting. Cartel. Uh, your pick.
3: Uh, Talishka. Yeah. Uh,
1: I guess I uh, but... I want to say Kagawa now just as another vote. Uh, of course, it's, you can't say that because he played here for like three weeks. But uh, especially because Shenil Ganesh like criminally underplayed him. But uh, yeah, obviously Talishka is the <sighs> choice. I wish that uh, Shennel Ganesh had not done what he did to Kagawa and still with us. Man, really fucked around a lot
2: of players come to think of it. He fucked Boyko, he fucked Kagawa, he fucked Karius,
1: he fucked Len Milosevic.
2: Yeah. He he had a lot of... I don't know what his thing is like, I really... And and Enzo Rocco! I mean, I've
1: just shown he has some function.
2: It's like he just, like, he was kind of like a petulant child. Who got a birthday gift that he didn't like and just refused to play with it. Yeah, yeah. You know? And like, smells like poop. No. <laughs> it's, that's funny. For, for, the, for the parents
1: among yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You know. I know exactly <laughs> what Peepi
2: you're ca- doing. Ca. Anyway. <sighs> <laughs> so, Talishka with a one away victory right there.
1: Yeah, Talishka gets all the votes. No surprises. Um. So then next up, let's talk some wings. I, let's start on the right wing, because I think we know that, that again, I think it's going to be a quick yeah. sweep. Uh, yeah. I'm going to hand yeah, the, the, this one. I'm going to let Evran go first, because let's let him uh, get it out of his system. Who are you going to pick, Evran? Um, Jermaine I'd
0: <laughs> have to say, it'd have to be the best player that's ever played the game, uh, Ricardo Quaresma.
1: Yeah, <laughs> OK.
0: Ricardo, <laughs> Entrar, Quaresma, Bernardo, you know.
2: Ricardo Bernardo Andrade Quaresma
1: So Khan You're going with the same
2: Yeah of course Got to be the Quaresma man Cartel Dantino <laughs> <laughs> Dantino Imagine I give it to Dentino
1: also and, and we split the vote Just to mess with Evron's heart
2: Filipe <gasps> Losco.
1: <laughs> Hello, school. Um, what was the guy? Mehmet Always
2: hated it when he played on the ref on the on the wings. Oh my God,
1: dude! Who is oh. the guy that we had that was a, a former FNAR player? Uh, Mehmet. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> Mehmet Yozgat. Yozgat. Yeah, he's my pick. woo. It was like the previous decade, man. <laughs> that was 2004. Oh man, really? Damn it. Oh. <laughs> why you gotta why do you expose my age like that, Khan? Damn it. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, I think we're all going quite asma. That's why we went there first. We version. Now let's let's argue a little bit, fellas, because I'm gonna enjoy this next one. Left wing. This should be I, I I can't wait to hear what you guys think on this one. Uh Khan, you go first. It's a really tough one. I think you have to go with Ryan Babel, though. Bingo. Yep. I agree. Got to go Babel. Um, I mean,
2: I'd love to say Nkudu, but he
1: came too late. Yeah, no. That's, <laughs> that's, I think when we talk about the next decade, he's one that might hopefully stick. Um, Karcha, left wing.
3: Uh nah, that's only one choice for me and it's Oljai. Uh, I, I knew you were going
2: to say that. This <gasps> is the oh, I... I forgot about Oljai. Oh my god. How
1: did I forget? Um I knew I like this you is the kind of... debate I wanted us to have. Um, um Evron, where are you going?
0: Well, for me it was a toss up because uh, I-, I would say Bobble, but I don't like him.
3: Yeah.
0: Um Pinkhead and I can't say Oljai because Bobble is <laughs> <was> significantly <laughs> better than Oljai. Yeah. Oljai was good for the fed level but not for you know the Europa League has Champions League level, so for me it was it was between Car or you know as like what? a You're sort of second up striker up. Come on, uh, yeah,
3: what are you gonna
0: do uh. Or or my my guy for who was my guy for a year and a half, get Conto. I think in my opinion he was the best out of the, the, the second best winger we had yeah. for a short period of time. So that's why I put Toto there.
2: You're really gonna put Toto over in my Bavel. Just
1: like look, look at the two of them. Yes. My God. Yes. you on the left, of?
2: I mean. Turan is prime, I pick him over Babble too, if I'm
0: quite That honest. One But he year, played on the, on the right.
1: under Bilic, uh, was
0: uh, I'll, I'll sing like, about what that when Quarizma came in, they kind of they both played sometimes.
2: Yeah, but Quaresma was forced out left mostly. Well Well
0: but, they can switch wings. I don't really care. That's why I have Quarizma and Terra on my wings.
1: I'm going with Babel. Giving him the nod uh sorry fellas but yeah i mean i think I'm just to
2: upset see i'm going to switch my vote no too late too late <laughs> it's
1: already written in the book <laughs> done no i mean definitely i think i think honestly the debate has to be between babble and oljay obviously when you look at them individually Bobble's such a better player but when you look at their like character their contributions relatively given like relative to the rest of the roster they're playing with uh, you know, the, the whole package in that regard. Old Jai is, you know, he pulls on some hard strings for sure. Uh...
3: I think, in, in terms of actually the the football, the LA to, to play as well, I think Old Jai's a better option. Old is just very, very fast at passing the ball. Whereas Ryan yeah. Barber always takes half an hour over on the ball every time he's got it.
2: Old Jai to is always-
3: Gets the ball on the left, puts his head down, cuts in on the right and tries to shoot. That's it. That's all he does every time. But old Jair was... we always play the ball very fast. It was great for all the kind of one-touch passing stuff we did. Spitting that first year under schell hmm I
1: mean, yeah, I, I, I think when we look at Babbel as a best-touch player, he regained his place with the Dutch national team while he was a player for us. We got as high as we've ever gone in Europe. Uh, got some some silverware like you know i think ryan bible had more of a positive impact uh you know on a on a brighter period for us mm. but also like his mm. fall from grace coincided with like Besiktas sliding into a very troubled period as well so like it's all a little complicated uh and obviously like the the whole fighting with the fans like there's yeah, he's leaving a very negative legacy, certainly. But
2: let's head over to the strikers and then the player of the decade and stuff, maybe.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Striker, uh, and then yeah. how long do you okay. have, everyone
0: Um, at the end of the hour, the latest. Okay.
1: okay. We should right, be good as long as we don't have crazy arguments. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we will. All right. So, um, yeah. I mean. Left wing that's a fun one. Uh, Last up for the team of the decade we have our striker This should maybe be an interesting conversation Uh, Khan, I hand over the mic to thee Uh, Who do you have as a striker?
2: I think I mean, I don't know why this would be interesting. This is so obvious I mean, there's only really one (laughs) There's only really one name you can go for and I will not tolerate any objection on this one I swear to God, if you object, you are
1: a canary. It has wow, to be. so Demba so Bar, Demba ba, is that obvious in a No, you? it has to be.
2: <laughs> drum roll, please. Demand the, the myth, the legends. Suvignon. Suvignon!
1: You, you. From out of
3: nowhere! He it. No man, I think you got. I think you got his name wrong. No, no, I think you meant Ali Kudic. No.
1: Sinan no, no, Kuruş. No, no, Of
2: course, uh, I am. I am joking. Of course, I am joking. Of course, uh, it, it 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 can only be one man. Um, you know.
1: Attention.
2: Attention. <laughs> How long we going to do this
1: time.
2: Mario, <laughs> the good Mario. Mario Gomez, Mario Gomez, Mario Gomez.
3: Cha-cha. <laughs>
0: Oh!
1: No! left Blackfield comes back! No! Whoa! Um okay, that's enough enough battle of the DJs here. Yeah, yeah. Um Mario Gomez is your pick. Has to be. Uh Evron, who do you have?
2: Um
0: I also picked Gomez because I felt like the best like front through that we had. Uh, paper at one time was Teta uh Gomez. I thought that was gonna be like our Robin Rebury Gomez kind of thing. Didn't really exactly work out like that because a certain uh, injury faker or whatever I had to do some shenanigans. Uh, I think there's a lot of like really good strikers, but Gomez was by far the most clinical, which is what you need in the end.
1: Cartel.
3: Now I've seen it i it, it's about like your cheek man. That's about <laughs> not nah,
2: well,
3: even this it. decade, man. Nah, he was. He was. He played 2010 2011. under but... Nah, they say Mario Gomez, man, definitely. I would say if there was one yeah. man... If there was one man in pub default, man, it would probably be Mario Gomez.
1: Um... <laughs> nobody said Dembaba. Huh?
0: That's my that guy, but... Can... That's unfortunate. I
1: love Dembaba, I love, but yeah, you know... If he scored versus Arsenal,
0: player. maybe I'll put him
2: there.
1: He won a title yeah. with us. Yeah. I know, and I gotta say, Playing like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I have a Demba Ba shirt that I still proudly wear sometimes because it said Ba on the back. Um, yeah, okay. Demba, there it
2: is. Demba Ba, Demba Ba, Mario Demba, Gomez, Lane sweep. Demba, I thought we'd Demba, have a little debate then. Demba Ba, Demba Ba.
1: Um. So Demba, uh, no sorry, Dem Gomez. Ba-ba. So yeah, we all agree it's Mario Gomez. Let's quickly sort of move through some other highlights of the decade before the Aquaman has to go rehydrate. <laughs> 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 uh, M V. No wait, let me hold that one for last. Uh, let's let let's go goal of the decade. I want to start this time. My goal of the decade is. What is my Evron, you're gonna like this. Uh-huh. Against what's the Israeli team?
2: Maccabi Tel Aviv. Did he
1: Makhabi score Tel Aviv. Oh yeah, yeah. the, the, the three-two-one. He He's a one, game yeah. winner, like an like pretty yeah. much every acting time like, like he, he doesn't he very remember. Little. Come on, <laughs> Evron, are you kidding me? Uh, he wheeled <laughs> us like we we were we were terrible. The whole oh, match. He scored. Yeah, two win. great goals again. Beautiful game. goal. Um, for me, that's the goal of the decade. Just because I remember being the most. Excited by it, impacted by it, uh, happy about it, you know, kind of felt, like, relieved. It, it gave me all the, all the, you know, it made me laugh, made me cry. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Evron, let me, let me ask you. For, like, uh, yeah. Since I've mentioned a Quaresma goal, I, I, another goal I, I give a special shout-out to is another Quaresma goal, one race which he scored against Fenerbahce. Uh, which was from like twenty six yards out. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa Maybe, from outside maybe, maybe,
2: you know, everyone's gonna pick that one, dude.
1: Yeah, maybe I shouldn't steal anyone's thunder. Okay, everyone, what's your goal um, of the decade? For me, the best goal
0: that was scored this decade in terms of just beauty was the the first goal he scored against HJK Helsinki. He got the ball from Guti back to goal, flicked the ball up, juggled it, just turned and volleyed it. To me, that's one of the best goals I've ever scored. I was gonna be in my choice, man. The game. But, um, still, always, like, still be underrated. Like, no one ever even talks about that goal. But, uh, in terms of goals that made me, like, really happy, obviously, the, the Trivella versus it was, you know, he, he scored the Trivella And then I think for me, just what I don't know what it was, but Talisha's goal against Benfica, I just didn't see oh, it coming. Like, I that
1: was like, a bu- like oh, we
0: don't score free uh, kicks in Europe, that just doesn't happen. And then he hit that, and in the that last one, minute, too,
1: was just, so, and I just, like,
0: uh, lost it. I couldn't believe it. I was emotional. Like, I was just like, that That's was one of those, goal, like, yeah.
1: football is so beautiful. I, like, like, I, like, this like, man Benfico. was loaned to us by Benfica. What's going on? And then okay,
0: he shout the out, out to the trial zone go. goal, Corey scored, but then he got sent off afterwards.
1: Hey, but you're, hold on. Let, yeah, let other people yeah exactly. You're doing Look, you give one. these kids the <laughs> mic for one minute. Jeez. Jesus.
2: Let's Cartel go next.
1: Khan, what do you got? No, let's
2: Cartel go. I'm saving the best for last. And he's totally going to pick the same goal I did.
1: Yeah, you're steal your better man. It's your fault. Cartel. Go, a Decade.
3: I, what, what, I was going to pick the, the actually, the Helsinki one that everyone was talking about, it, but you see now I'm thinking about it, I think. The, goal, the most beautiful goal this decade was probably the first goal in Vodafone Park. Uh, Mario Gomez against Borja Ooh,
2: a sentimental favourite. I was thinking about that one, too, and it's definitely up in my top three, I think. But I have to go. Ooh with Abubakar against Benfica, the 3-3. It's Uh, not a beautiful goal, but it's... The the (laughs) Rabona. It's probably the most emotional goal. Or one of. I mean, coming back from 3-0 in the Champions League, it's phenomenal and just everyone going crazy. I think lots of people lost their voices that day. Uh, I think that was just... It's one of those most emotion, the most most the most emotional goals, I think. Uh, I also definitely think that uh, uh, Jenks' goal, the first one, uh, if we t- we're it's talking about pure day, yeah. pure beauty, I think we have to make mention of that one too. It's a bit of a um, spinner, but we'll let, we'll let it go. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: okay, let's now move on. This one interesting. Have
0: a manager. Hold on, We game. missed one goal. Uh,
2: Ulsan versus Bursa.
0: Hmm. I think with that, that was mm-hmm. best be for,
2: but... I mean, if we're going to talk yeah. about highlight goals, we have to mention uh, Mario Gomez's flying header against Fenerbahce <laughs> or his his amazing equalizer <laughs> against Galtzrai when uh, when they had just scored, thanks to when Guven. When Muslera the ball? I don't know about that, but... Muslera dropped the ball? <laughs> Wait, it went through it's his okay, hands. He got Hunter. We got Hunter. It Who gives a man? It's all about Mario. Okay,
1: okay. Come, okay, come on, going. guys. Let's move on. Um... Manager of the Decade. Who's your favorite manager this decade? Khan. Favorite? Alright, yeah. <laughs> has to be Sheldon Ganesh. I mean,
2: <laughs> he left the sour taste in our mouths and he continues to add some piss to him, vinegar to it uh, every day uh, by giving stupid media interviews like he did today. Um, yeah. But it has to be Sheldon Ganesh. There can be only one. And I'm going to let the dog in now. Be right back.
1: Evran, how about you? Uh...
0: I would say the two coaches that played Quaresman the most. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> ben Schuster. Uh,
0: yeah, Schuster I liked, but obviously we were uh, just flawed as a team, so that didn't work out. So it has to be Shenil, because he made me the happiest.
1: Carta.
3: Shenil uh, for me, my favorite coach in my life, really. Shenil Ganesh, definitely. Given, he's given me probably the happiest moments of my life, man. Uh, that might be quite sad for some, but, see them at the happiest moments when I came through football, but if I am mean it's true. Understandably. Well, now,
1: I want to be... I, obviously, everyone should say that, but I'm going to be a contrarian for the, for fun, and I'm going to say Slavin Bilic. Uh, I feel like he built the backbone yeah. of the team that Chen Ogunes sort of rode to the, you know, past the finish line, but um, Slavin Bilic did a great job of building camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't, obviously, much of a technician in the end, but uh who, who knows honestly i would I think. love to see he, his... village
0: as a technical director or sporting director but you know
1: yeah because I, I mean he do really does it. have a way of kind of didn't
0: uh... he
2: insist on yeah. So.
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but so yeah no obviously shanel ganesh is a pick uh and so let's move on match of the decade the match that you love the most i'm gonna go first because I never, I have been being too nice to you guys. Um, <clears throat> February twenty sixth, two thousand fifteen. Besiktas beat Liverpool on yeah, penalties. Yeah. Great game.
2: Hmm.
1: That's fine. Anyone else? <laughs> Anyone uh, else want to say anything? I mean, Back when I match, thought that was going to be
0: good.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think match of the decade. There's two candidates for that, in my opinion. And, uh, okay. Yes. So I'm. I'm gonna let these guys go
1: first. All right,
3: Cartel you go first. I think match match I think it was going to be quite shocking because the end result maybe wasn't what they wanted. But in terms of a, a pure football match and the excitement and the really, I felt like both teams just left everything on the park. That night. I think it was best Besiktas early on one and Vodafone the park in the quarterfinals of the Europa League. I felt it, it was a pure football match. I don't think. Uh, I've yeah. If you're that a neutral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I i, I had people I had people coming up to me after that game saying oh no, that was a great great game your team played the other night. Uh, it was all very unlucky, but also Leon putting in a great performance as well that night. So I, I think from a New Zealand perspective and that from a pure football perspective, that was probably the game of the decade for me. It's hmm. oh,
1: a good show. A good very
0: show. surprising. Yep. Yeah. Everyone. Like well, uh, you know, probably fish touch three fan of One is the game i've rewatched the highlights of the most oh, for uh, certain reasons so i can um <laughs> lay in the in the wake and uh just remember quarry
2: greatness god oh. damn it <laughs> oh.
1: Listen, you know how much like like cam air time has been devoted so much? i swear i,
2: mean, I swear to God, yours
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's my last chance oh it's my last yeah.
1: Chance. yeah 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 Okay. Yeah. No. So, in the next decade, Suarez was out. Since
2: neither any n- any of you mentioned these matches, I'm happy you didn't. But there's two clear picks, I think. First and foremost, Besiktas Benfica three-three. I think that's just such a phenomenal match for the neutral as well. Similar to what Cartel said about uh, the Lyon game. come it's, it's an it's an amazing story, really. It's a fantastic game that will be remembered for decades to come. Uh, so I think that's my number one choice, but. There's another match that definitely deserves uh, mention in, in Game of the Decade. Much like the game of the decade in the 2000s was Fenerbahce three, Beşiktaş four, I think the game of the decade, especially in the Super League in the 2010s, has to be Trabzonspor three, Beşiktaş four.
0: Yeah, when Rodaiga hit the post run. from the hat from kickoff, that was oh really close. And the comeback, that was a wild game.
1: Yeah, interesting. That's, yeah, that's good that's,
2: choices. You know, uh, three two down. Tadishka scores the free kick. Three three. Yeah. Then Atiba scoring the winner and at of time. Three four. Uh, yes. And that that game kind of clinched the title for us as well. I think like that was one of those getting at that when when Atiba scored that goal, you just knew. Okay, we we got this. This is our this is our year again.
1: <laughs>
2: no way in hell we're giving this away because you don't win that those a match like that if you're not gonna go all the way.
1: Well, that's a perfect segue, I think, to the last conversation of this decade, uh, which, or which I guess already not the last decade, I should say, um, which goes to the MVP. And you've already just, you know, you you've mentioned uh, an Atiba masterclass in in passing uh, when we're talking about the match of the season. Well, who's your MVP? I, I shouldn't pick it for you, Khan. You go first.
2: Atiba Hutchinson.
1: Gotta be right.
2: Ev- uh,
1: Evron, Evron. I <laughs> should save Evron for the last. I didn't okay. want to save Evron. I want to get out of the way. Go ahead, Evron. Uh,
0: you know, there's a certain Portuguese winger uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> no,
1: not Chima, not Pepe, not Julio Alvarez. Wow, Pepe! Bebe. 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 It has to be uh, a midfielder. From homeless to hero.
0: RQ seven, RQ seventeen. Uh, you know is it has to be my choice
2: so do you like do you drive an Audi q7 if i had money maybe <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, okay all right no more time done that's it that's it i'm
3: actually saying with everyone here and say the car look quite as as well
1: oh another baby pick another pick
3: uh, I, I just feel as a, f-
2: a stalemate a, a, not,
3: not just the the antithesis had on his team, but I think see see the impact he's had in the kind of global recognition as best crash as well. I'm I feel
1: embarrassed like he's probably, the Black Eagles podcast is split on MVP for a
0: It's okay. Atiba
1: Hutchinson, guys. for crying out loud. I will say, I
0: will say. Okay. When we played the big games, Quaresma showed more ability, like the the against the, in the European games. I think there mm-hmm. were times Atiba at the end looked slightly out of his depth, slightly like Leon, Bayern. So, I do think maybe Corazzo was better, but Atiba was definitely more consistent. As throughout the league, he didn't get red cards every three I don't, seconds. I don't remember hey,
2: looking out of place against Nioh, to be honest. The only match like, against Barney. The, first, the first leg I remember, but... Can, <laughs> first can, leg we bossed the match until Fabri... Until until guy. Decided to give away a stupid free kick that led to the one one, and then Fabry gave it. Oh, well, wait, that was, a, t- that was that yeah, yeah. That also, was a, so. that was a poor back pass from a Tba right? And then and thing Byron. But Con, so, con, yeah.
1: con, real quick, Khan, real quick. Yeah, uh, I feel like we our votes are worth like one and a half. Maybe is that is that in the official rule book? Could you check real quick? I feel like we get uh, one and a half. For each vote, so I, mean, I feel no, like
2: Ativa. No, no, no. But, but the, the I I'm reading here in the rule book, the podcast host, in event of a tie, will decide the tie. Boom. Will... So
1: you know, Ativa Hutchinson wins. <laughs> um, shout out to Denny's Opal by the way, who actually, and I want to quote him. I don't wanna. I don't wanna mince mince words. Um, Denny's Opal said. So it's a, it's a the picture of, uh, who's the, the pirate of the last Caribbean? I don't know his name. Jack Sparrow. But he's shushing off. Um, he says shoo to anyone that thinks Atiba is not MVP. Uh, so that's to Evron and Kartal, quite frankly. Yeah. Shoo. shoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, but for real, shoo Evron. You got to go to dinner. Um, so you <laughs> wait, 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 wait!
2: Before we let
1: him go, disillusion of the decade.
2: We gotta squeeze that in. Come on, <laughs> disillusion, disillusion, disillusion. I mean, it's not all about the, the good times, guys. It's also about the biggest disappointments. And, okay, and there's actually
1: one other thing I want to have everyone sort of weigh in on too. But okay, um, biggest disappointment, Everon You go first Oh, we talking about it. I'm
0: Trying to think what time I cried the hardest? I think, <laughs> I think the Bruga game. Oh, I thought
2: you were gonna say it when Quarejima left when <laughs> no, that's the up scenes that's at the airport there. with Ladale the first time. No. <laughs> or, when, or when you saw the <laughs> Repeat, pictures oh of him god. in a Pasha shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> oh, I remember I remember all of us in the chat just sending you the links and the pictures, and you were like,
1: No, no, this
2: can't <laughs> be true. This is impossible. And your face was <laughs> melting.
0: Yeah. Um no. Uh, I mean, Bayern probably also hurt me emotionally. I didn't recover for like, I for like at least a month. I was sad, but uh, I think Bruges and Byron were to hurt me. And then Sporting, honestly, probably that that was our best team we ever had. And then to blow that because our goalie was completely inept and incompetent. But you know,
2: played such a good game, man, and our goal was so good.
0: Quaresma's diss, you know, whatever.
2: Orgasmic goal, man. Fantastic assist, Quaresma, and a sublime finish by Mario Gomez.
1: I have a shirt from that game. (laughs) Um, Quickly, we're off topic. Karto, what about you? Biggest disappointment?
3: This is quite a hard one, man. There's been quite a lot of disappointments, to be honest. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm going with... I just want this on the record, because I... I think he's a fellow scot for you, Cartel. But my, my biggest disappointment is Craig Thompson uh, oh, with, yeah. and everything. Everything he brings with him. <laughs> but sorry, go ahead, Cartel.
3: I think for me, it's a, the penalty shoot against Leon. Just that I feel like, I mean, me process tosses, what are the penalties all bit man? I, I think my grand could have hit better penalties than them, seriously i yeah. that brilliant game, I think we just deserve we deserve to have that kind of nice moment at the end, and it just didn't happen.
2: Didn't we also sub Quaresma off, so he didn't he couldn't take one? Yeah, that was really yeah. But he was
0: injured because he missed yeah. the last game through. Injury. Yeah, I yeah, uh, yeah, think yeah. they rushed him to come back, and then he
2: that's, put everything yeah. on the
0: line to be end.
2: Yeah, but he got like subbed off in like the 125th or no, no, 115th. Yeah, I think
0: yeah. Yeah, like he could have probably made it five more. Minutes, I think they should have just left, left him hold him on?
3: <laughs> Sorry, I think Khan, you're left. I've, I've always Zokhan, been. you I've also had that feeling if we, if we won that penalty that we could have went on to win that tournament. But you never. Yeah, I mean, I think that. a lot
1: of us. My biggest. Dis- we started to believe. My, uh, but Zokhan, how about you? my biggest disillusionment
2: of the decade came, much like in the first decade, where I kind of lost all confidence in uh, the the fairness of the world of Turkish football, and that was uh, after the. The thrown out match against Van How we got absolutely. Oh, I thought you were gonna say when they when they
1: threw something at Channel Ganesh's head. No,
2: I mean that that that's football, you know. Shit happens, but the, the aftermath of that, the political involvement of uh, David Batchele and, uh, and Erdogan getting involved and saying the match should not be, what was it? What did you say? They they said the match should be continued and shit like that, and and the TFF literally bent over backwards offered up their asshole to those two pricks and um, (laughs) And just said okay, you know what rule book no no matter
1: how you really feel
2: (laughs) It was for me. That was one of the low points in my football (laughs) You know just for me like despite the fact that I make money with uh, with writing and stuff like that and I you know uh, You know it just for me that was the I was there was a breaking point almost for me. I was ready to walk away from Turkish football forever because it was, yeah.
1: All right. Well, and so Evron is gonna depart, and uh, we should start wrapping up this episode. Sort of, we have a couple things to ha- handle post Evron leaving. So Evron, salute to you. Thanks for this episode. Uh, we'll obviously hear from you soon, uh, soon enough in the coming episodes, but uh let's continue (coughs) there's one more thing i'd like to ask you guys and this is let's look look forward for a moment to the next decade uh which is just beginning nothing has really uh we've only had one match against as a so far uh officially but so looking at this current roster right now every piece of it uh, and what they'll contribute to the coming decade. So, for example, Burak Yilmaz probably won't make the coming decade's team of the decade because I think his largest contribution will likely have been the last season, which was technically the last decade. Um, but so looking at this roster right now, who do you think we will say by the end of this decade in 2030? Uh, uh, I hope we're still doing the podcast, by the way. Cheers, fellas. But uh, is there anyone on this current roster that will be in that team of the decade? Kartal, um, what do you think?
3: Let me go for my namesake. Um, hopefully, Kartal Kadir out There's nah, a yes. there
1: the there's of Kartal
2: in
3: the record book. Did you see that uh,
2: little interview uh, with him, Kartal?
3: Uh, I've actually not watched it yet, but uh, oh, I did see cool. the I did see the quote when he was talking about how his his dad's been going to every game for the last thirty five years and how he's. Yeah. Obviously, well, just like myself, I mean anyone that's Den Carfhouse is a, a best player fan, you know. You'd have to
1: think looks. so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, but I mean but seriously, do you feel like
3: uh, yeah, I see a lot of Barnes He's a good player. He's, he's got a good touch on him, he seems very calm and composed, but he's on the ball as well, so I think he could be, maybe be the guy that fills yeah, up that kind of
2: against Wolves and he actually looked pretty good. He did look pretty
3: decent,
1: yeah. I can imagine. But anyone else? Carter?
3: Maybe in Kudu as well.
1: Hopefully. In what about Vida? Do you think Vida will make it far enough into this decade to make two decade teams for Basic
3: Possibly. It could be like the Sea It could be like a C-walk. You can leave halfway through the decade, kinda of So no, I he's two
1: years old now,
2: so I mean he could still go for two three, four years. You'd never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And
1: I mean at this level I think he'd it, still certainly yeah. be in a conversation.
2: It'll it always kinda of depends on how he physically deteriorates, you know, how can he can he can he maintain the level he's playing at right now and stuff like that? I think if he can and if he's going to sign because this deal is up in twenty twenty two, so if he renews and maybe takes a lower wage or something like that, I could definitely see him ending up in the team of the twenty twenties. Um you know, granted if we do something uh this the coming couple of years, of course, if we win like a title or something, which yeah, we'll right. have to remain to see. Uh, but otherwise, I think uh, Josh Kevin and Kudu probably has the best shot. Uh, he looks yeah. like a good player. Um, and he signed
1: up long term, so that helps, right? Yeah. <laughs> we know he'll be around for a bit. Hopefully, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, if, he, if he does well. I mean, hopefully, uh, if he does really well, we can sell him to uh, Barcelona or something. I hear they need a, a quick winger.
1: So have you guys ruled out... Adam Lijajic? No, but... um, It would take a upswing, I guess we could say, from this it, point.
2: It's the same kind of... You know, it's the same for all these guys. Like Nkudu and, and Vida, the same thing. I mean, Lijajic is now 28, I want to say. He's turning 29. So he's still got a couple of really good years left in him. But it's all about... What are we going to do in the next couple of years? Are we going to win trophies or not? And if not, then I think I, I mean, I could see Lage getting sold, honestly, uh because he's got a good mar- he's one of our few valuable players on the on the squad really. So
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when you look at our current like our our decade team, nobody on that team did not win titles. All the guys that well, yeah, Vida, that's true. That's true. But so, you know, some guys, their talent could, you know, kind of compensate for the lack of, you know, things. Like Liayic, Li- Li- if he could string together a couple seasons similar to his last one, uh, or better, ideally, you know, he could certainly make the list. Um, obviously, yeah, I agree. And Kudu is the one we want to see going forward. I think Vida has a real shot to contribute to another good three years. Um, which would probably put him on the list. If he sticks um, around. I mean, again, if he he's one of those certainly. players that has Maybe even, even Robosho, right? He's young enough that he could stick, ideally. Um, yeah, maybe. Ayush, Karius probably won't make it into the decade very far. I would imagine he's not going to make it through this next transfer window. Uh, not this next one. Uh, this, The next one, not this one. I'm sure he'll stick around yeah. for the rest of this season, but... I doubt much further than that, um, but so yeah, I don't know. I think Nkudu is the one we can all look at and, and hope for the most from thus far, but we'll see. Uh, Certainly. Any, any so the, I I want to quickly read through uh, our contributions online. Uh, is there yep. anything anyone else has to say before I do so?
2: <laughs> hey, come on! You can't
1: be stealing my All right. So let's go, let, let's look at what some of our listeners have contributed over here. Um, first of all, I've got, Let's. since we've already mentioned Dennis Opal, let's talk about Dennis again. Uh, at Cell Zero, S E L Z E R O, says, having started with all enthusiasm, I regressed into despair and eventually actual pain. This is how far I got. Pain, Sinan, you caused pain, uh, and he gave us Fabri and Goal, Marcelo, Pepe, and Ferrari. So he went with a three-man backline. Ferrari, Ernst, he wasn't the And he went with Ernst and Ativa as a two-man backline. Ernst, we've talked, we said this previously. He only, re- he didn't get enough time in this decade to earn that. Uh, and then he has Demba Ba and Mario Gomez up front. So he didn't really finish his lineup. But oh. so he picked, uh, the only one that's interesting is Ferrari, Matteo Ferrari. Um, hadn't hadn't thought about him. <laughs> interesting choice. Any thoughts there, guys? Comments?
3: That's a shocking choice, man. Absolutely shocking. I thought it was he <laughs> the best guy I was thinking, to be honest.
1: Um, you know, no, Ferrari
2: was, Ferrari wasn't in this decade, so.
1: Oh, boy. And Ernst wasn't really either. Uh, so on that vein, here's a here's a really funny one because, speaking of uh, not in this decade, someone writes Zerz, Aussie Zerzavatci. Z e r z a v a t c i. He writes Ahmed Hassan Cordoba Toraman Usulmez Delgado Panju Mansis Nihat. But how people don't talk about Ahmed Hassan I think beyond this- me? I think there's some... not a single one in the current, in the decade of discussion. <laughs>
2: I think some people don't understand what the word decade means. I think yeah. they probably fuse it
1: with century because I had a similar uh, yeah. one sent in too. <laughs> no, and shots to Ozzy because those, those are all fantastic choices if we're going to be like serious for a moment. But yeah, not a single one from the decade in question. But so then we have some, uh, some other ones that were more uh, on target. Uh, Uggs. Uh, What's his at? at Ur 4 underscore 20 underscore 10 420 shouts? Uh, he has in his lineup Fabri <coughs> Gokan, I suppose that's Gokan Gonul, Vida Toraman, and then Delhi Ibo. He has Usulmes. So he has Ibrahim Toraman and Ibrahim Usulmes in that line. Is Ernst Manny Fernandez? Sosa. This is a Sosa shout-out to you right, as a number 10 though. And then he has Quaresma. And Torre, so there's another uh there's another Evran in the batch and then Gomez. That's
2: Evron's burner account, I think.
1: Yeah, maybe so. Right? But you know, we he had Ibrahim Toreman and Deli Ibo, which which yeah. which Evron is not wise enough to know the uh, not old enough to know anything about. Um, then we have Mikhail Five underscore. I didn't know you could put an underscore at the end of your name. Um, he has Fabri Gokan Gonul, Marcelo Sivok, Adriano Atiba, Ozzy, Talisca, Quaresma, Gomez up front, and Babel on the left side. Um, yeah. Similar to mine. He also picks his MVP as Atiba. He has Simão versus Fener as his favorite goal. His favorite moment was first place in the Champions League group stages. Not quite a moment, per se. No, I, no. no Those are all good choices, honestly.
2: Yeah. Sensible young man.
1: A very sensible young man. Also, or, Uggs, the guy it. who I, I forgot to say earlier, uh, the last guy, Uggs, picked Quaresma. He had Oljai versus Fanair in the nineties plus three in, in actual time. And he had Beshitesh three goals against fanair so That was, the, the, I think, the Quaresma match. Why do you always uh, pronounce as Fanair. <laughs> it's my American. I, I do it like this. Fener. Sorry. It's, it's like a personal joke that I don't uh, explain ever. Finnair. Uh I say it like a like a Cali Cali Finnair. girl. Um, <laughs> uh Then we have Timur Demirson, uh, yeah. Timur underscore Ironside, who picked Fabri, uh, and then he has Hilbert, Marcelo Sivok. And I knew Adriano. I saw Hilbert somewhere.
2: Timur, what are you
1: doing? Hilbert, now? Hilbert. Okay. And then we have Atiba and Manny. We have Sosa. Taliska, Gomez, and Jank Tosin on the wing. Wow, it's one of those. He has MVP, uh, Atiba, good. the ultimate professional, he says. Goal of the decade, the tiki Taka goal against Bursa, which we actually mm-hmm. mentioned. Favorite match, Lyon 2-1, then losing on penalties. <laughs> Interesting, that's exactly what you said. Is that another burner? And then our last one is At-Edgebert, uh, At-Edgebert. E-C-G-B-E-R, oh, Bertolo, B-E-R-T-O-G-L-U. He picks Fabri, Kokan Gonul, Marcelo, Sivok, Adriano, Ozzy, Atiba, Taliska, Sosa, Abubakar, and Gomez. Um, he also, no I know someone who would be upset with that. Evran is like, uh, if only he was uh, here to receive this information. Uh, he has his MVP as Mario Gomez, and he has Simao versus Fenerbahce, his goal. And then Peshtash, Galatasaray, That's three The second guy who victory. mentions Simao's
2: goal versus Fenerbahce, and I honestly
1: I can't even remember it. It
2: was I a
3: mean, good goal, man. It was yeah, a I very good
2: I scoring against Galatasaray. I got to see that. Like his first six months were really good. Yeah, that yeah. Yeah. He scored against Fenner against Galtzer. He also scored against Braga.
3: Uh, the goal against Feneri was really good. Was really cool.
1: I, I have always been a big c fan. I mean, even before he played for Best Touch, I was always a big fan. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody picked the side that we picked. Everyone had... Sivok,
2: of course. Yeah, I think Sivok was uh, pretty common there.
1: And I, I, rightfully so, I C-book. think. Sivok, he... So the closest... Mikhail was the closest, uh, but he had Sivok instead of, you know, we picked Marcelo. He had Marcelo and Sivok. We picked uh, Marcelo and Vida. Uh, Vida. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, every, I mean, it just shows you that there's some diversity of thought there. And, yeah, of course, even we had some disputes as well. So it goes to say that it was a good decade. With, It's nice when you can have these debates. That means there's lots of good players to talk about and good... Memories to have, and so we have had them, folks. Uh, Khan, do, do you have anything from WhatsApp that you want to you want to do the? I, were, I think
2: I already shared that with you. Did you include that?
1: No. Oh, um. I I was just sharing straight up.
2: Okay. Uh, so we got we got one WhatsApp message. Uh, let's see. So this WhatsApp message is from. What's his name? Ah, Nijat from Köln in Germany. So let's Ooh. see, his team is Cordoba, Gunul, Pepe, Marcelo, Adriano, Quarejma, and then between brackets, Oljay Shahan, Atiba between brackets, Fabian Ernst, Sosa between brackets, Ozhan, Talishka, between brackets, Fernandez, Babel, between brackets, Abubakar, Mario Gomez, between brackets, Jink and Dembaba, MVP, Atiba Hutchinson. Favorite match for him was Besiktas-Benfica, goal of the decade for him was Jink Tosun against Benfica, Uh, and his runner-up was uh, Talishka's goal versus Trabzon, I imagine that's the... Uh, the 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 free kick and then he also added plus many so I guess he has a lot of of Talishka go, uh, a lot of goals in general that he really likes um, mm-hmm,
1: right. his yeah, I mean we we also yeah. had a lot his of his dog, favorite moment, moment was
2: goodbye Liverpool so I bet I hey! bet he loves uh, our out. outro on the podcast uh, yeah, yeah well
1: that's why I picked
2: it I don't,
3: I, um, I don't get I guy guys it on nails, uh, I mean he's got it all from the circuit but Cordova yeah, I, I did. Yeah, that I was
1: did the tell one. him, and Ernst says, Ernst is I did difficult.
2: tell him. Uh, uh, Ernst, was,
3: Ernst played with twenty twelve at least. He was there for for two years. Yeah, and but his,
2: his
1: highlight was that year. I did
2: point out yeah, uh, with, the Cordoba yeah. thing to him, and he said, "Well, we didn't have a real keeper since Cordoba, but I guess I'll take Fabry." <laughs> uh, so he goes with Fabri then instead of Cordoba. <laughs> So thank you. Interesting. I, that's interesting. Uh, I kind uh,
1: of like. I like that because that's a very consistent kind of negativity. Like, if you're going to be that negative about it, then you should be like a flat. For line, me, you know? I mean, I,
2: I, I would agree if he said we didn't have a good goalkeeper since Cordoba of the level of Fabri. Cordoba. But I think Fabri definitely mm. was on 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 that level in in the sense that.
1: I'm- I would know. I would agree with him that Cord- Like, if he thinks that like the level to obtain is always Cordoba, then yeah, I don't think we've reached that level since Cordoba, but. I don't think that 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 doesn't mean Fabri wasn't very good. Um, and you know me, I I I, had the, I, had the feeling, I don't think I don't think his legacy is I had been-
2: the same feeling of security with Fabri as I had with Cordoba and it's the only two goalkeepers I ever had that with. Like you know when you have that feeling like the the opposition gets a free kick, a dangerous free kick and, and you're like, "Eh, yeah, I'm not worried." You know. I only ever had that with two goalkeepers and that's Cordoba and Fabri.
1: Yeah, and I can't pretend I have that with <laughs> I, mean, I mean i mean i don't feel like i'm not that unsure about it when he's in there you know like eh whatever um let's let's wrap this thing up we're gonna have lots to talk about obviously like i said we're gonna we're gonna have our airs to score and Siva's episode uh in the in the coming week maybe monday or so con and we'll talk uh but let's take us out con say like what need, people need to be thinking about <laughs> Before they wrap wrap up our episode,
2: just follow us on social media at uh, Eagles underscore podcast at Besiktas underscore int at Sir underscore rice underscore a lot at Kartal L ogur if I'm not mistaken. So Kartal Big L ogur uh, and at Rosarian a r a z z e r i a n. and of course you can follow everyone as well at the Aquaman, uh, <laughs> that should be his handle, right? No, it's like, what is his handle? Yeah. Like BJ, fan BJK of fan. BJK. Oh God! <sighs> everyone, everyone, everyone. Anyway, I bid you adieu, and I hope for a very good decade in the 2020s. Let's hope for a, a win, a win against Sivas for this weekend.
3: Yeah, I'll, be in, this, I'll be in the stands short. for that one. I'll be in the stands for that one, boys. Yeah. So
1: Hey, get some sounds. Record some sounds. Ah, sound, sounds. man. Sound, man. And of course, I have to say, this is very important. Cool Besiktas! Uh, and for the record, I want to be out there. Uh, everyone is at fan of DJ.
2: Not follow him.
1: If you want to hear some quality, he's only propaganda. Aquaresma again. Aquaresma
2: oh, scored again, what a fantastic penalty.
1: <laughs> he's like, i uh, stuck in the attic somewhere that's working on Um, yeah, he's dead everyone And, uh, maybe he had something, so I'll say